Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Na, 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 you know, you need to tune in if you want to hear, um, you know, so we, uh, Chad, Josh, Demetrius, and Marcus every Friday, you know. It's the square round table. Tune in. It's the square round table. Tune in every Friday. Let's have a blast. I know it worked. You had a long day. Just relax. And tune in. Make sure you tune in weekly. Every Friday. MajorZoneMusic.com We also tune on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh, YouTube So yeah, join What's going on, my freaks and geeks, man? We are the Square Roundtable Podcast We were just talking a little bit before, guys We're going to try uh, not to fangirl out too much We've already been doing it and We're just going to try to get through tonight, guys Because we have a very special guest Tonight's guest is literally responsible for introducing uh, the world's most memorable video game characters ever. And this is including Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Noob, Cybot, and last but not least, Johnny Cage. Guys, please welcome the legendary martial arts master and literally, guys, the co-creator of Mortal Kombat, Mr. Daniel Pacina. Give it up, guys. Give it up. Thank you. Thank you. Good intro. Great intro. <laughs> Thank you. I, look, I had a, I had so much fun writing, but as I'm writing it, I'm like, am I seriously about to do this tonight? So, <laughs> so yes, uh, Mr. Pacino, like I said, it's a, um, it's such a pleasure having you. Thank you again for coming on the show. Like, we're, we're really excited. 100%. Yeah, thanks, oh, yes. thanks for having me and thanks for your time and thanks and thanks for the viewers who make this possible tuning into us it's a monday night you're stuck at home or at work and they tune in to us and thank thanks for joining in peeps awesome yes. yeah they love it man we definitely can't wait to put this one out but i wanted to ask you because i asked all my guests that come on the show just as a little check mental health trying to see how everything is going how's stuff been going for you because uh, the last year everybody's been inside quarantining how has that been uh for you how for me it's been okay it's been interesting because as a martial art teacher i'm usually very hands-on with students but luckily i know 28 different weapons so this year has been the year of doing different weapons that's cool i bet the students really enjoy that though yeah they they really do especially we've been doing a lot of a rope dart which is a weapon i put into mortal Kombat, scorpion's weapon so Sick. yeah, so a lot of the students are just yelling, "Get over here!" all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they're being taught, and, and two, these are like grown men and women. One is one is sixty five years old, and she is goofing around with the rope tire and doing. She's pretty good, and once in a while, she'll look at me and then she'll shoot it at me and say, "Get over here!" And That's so cool. <laughs> Oh, man. It is so crazy. It is really funny. It never gets old. No, no I, I can only imagine. Is. That's, that's got to be crazy to have literally Johnny Cage and Scorpion as your martial arts instructor. That's <laughs> You can't beat that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah so it's crazy. And two, 
as I say, get over here, I'd like to give a shout out to Rich DeVizio who created the phrase, get over here. So uh, I always awesome. like whenever, yeah, whenever I use it, I want to make, give him credit. It's not, I didn't create get over here. I did put the rope dart scorpion's weapon in the game, but that get over here is totally Rich DeVizio's creation. Awesome. Definitely. Awesome, we appreciate that. Definitely a big shout out. And how long have you been teaching? I taught at my master's school for a while, but I gave up my like day job in 2000 to just teach full time. Wow. Yeah, I was just like, man, I don't want to work for somebody else anymore. Little did that I know sense. that I would wind up working for a while, even more hours than I would have working. Even now, some of my mornings start out like, I have to be at the school at 6 a.m. So I get up at like oh, wow. 3 a.m. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But totally. I get to take a nap every day. That's good. There you go. There you go. It is. It works out. Go. That's good. That's good. That's good. And you teach one thing that I wanted some more information on. Basically, as far as like your teaching style, like what in general is the philosophy of Wushu Kung Fu? And also, what is the difference between internal and external martial arts? Uh, good question. Because wushu just means martial art. Wu means war. Shu means art or play. So literally, if you study in China, if you say, they will say, oh, you take, you do Japanese wushu. If they hear Tang Sudo, they're like, oh, Korean wushu. So wushu is just like an umbrella. I know a, a lot of people have like made, made it into a particular style, but really it, it just means martial art. So there's traditional martial arts and contemporary martial arts. And the contemporary martial arts is very theatrical and more towards uh, performance based. So a lot okay. of, yeah, so a lot of people call that wushu, which is correct, but also the old stuff is also called wushu or kung fu. Wushu and kung fu, you could have kung fu in your wushu, but because you do wushu, that doesn't necessarily mean you have kung fu because kung fu means skill and time. So if you're a good chef, you have Kung Fu. If you're good with computers, you have Kung Fu. If you're good at what you do, good golfer, you have Kung Fu. So with that. And then as far as like internal and external are two, in the old days, you could not study internal like Tai Chi unless you did at least 14 years of external. So you would have to do 14 years of Shaolin or 14 years of Tiger or family style or something like that. And then you would, could study Tai Chi. Uh -huh. Yeah. So and that's the old days. And external just means you're, it's, how can you explain it? External is more like, because they're both physical. They're both martial arts. So they're all for fighting. In the end, that's all it's about. Somebody's ego and you got to fight. And really quick, one time I asked my master, what's the best? What's the best? And he goes, you know what the best is? And then I was like, what? And he's come over here. And I was like, what? And he goes, when the enemy is coming in, get on top of a really big rock and pile boulders. And when they come, throw down the boulders on them. That's the best. <laughs> oh. <laughs> boulder smash them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And he's the best is whoever goes home. Uh, whoever uh, didn't survive is not the best. That makes, you know? yeah. that makes total sense. Yeah. So, a lot of sense. Yeah. So external worries about your being the physical part, because you do need the physical part to do martial arts. You need to be, you need to have not, in the, you don't have to be in the best shape, but you do have to be able to do some push-ups some some sit-ups, be able to punch the bag for a while. And, but internal martial art really focuses on physics, the structure mm. of, you, of you personally. So its goal is to take you and the way you are, however you are at that moment, and have you throw a technique 
as perfectly as you can. It has nothing to do with me. Have nothing mm. to do. With me. So everything is like very individualized with internal martial arts. Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's it's really the art of martial arts. So as far as your concern, I wanted to know what uh, was your introduction to martial arts. I have three brothers. One is famous. One is Ray. He's my youngest brother. Right. The oh, other, okay. yep. yeah, the other two are older brothers. But my older brothers always goof around and say my myself and my younger brother are the second honeymoon brothers because they're about eight years older than me, my two older brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I am seven or eight years older than my younger brother, Carlos. So mm. we're, they always tease us we're the accident. But anyway, we're brothers. We like to wrestle and stuff like that because they're substantially older than me. They're always beating me. So one day when I was like seven years old, I was watching TV with my dad and it's black and white TV. We had a black and white TV for a long time. Color TVs, we couldn't get a color. <laughs> we had to watch the black because the black and white TV was not broken. It's still good. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the living room watching TV with my dad and, and I see, I'm watching this series on Sunday. It's called Charlie Chan, the detective. And he would solve mysteries. This this pudgy guy would solve these mysteries. But during one episode, I saw him do a judo throw. And I was like, man, if I learned that, I could beat up my older brothers. <laughs> so I just started bugging my dad about taking lessons. So I bugged him for a really long time until I was uh, 10 years old. And I, he took me in and he was like, man, I got to take this guy in lessons. He doesn't, he won't stop bothering me. So uh, that sounds like something uh, uh, my younger brother would do. That sounds exactly like Joshua. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, thank God my brother didn't do that. Cause I used to beat on him all the time. <laughs> yeah. I actually did used to go on YouTube all the time and try to learn karate moves and try to use them See? on chat. So, <laughs> I'm guilty. So he, if he's not beating me in Mortal Kombat, he's trying to do it in real life, Mr. Vecina. So it's, you know, you, I'm, I'm just doing it from both ends. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's cool, Mr. Vecina, how you said that about how you watch Kung Fu and that's what got you into it because I I just got into it because of like the old like kung fu movies, the the five element ninjas, the daily assassins, of course Bruce Lee, oh uh, the old Jackie Chan movies. Yes. And it's crazy because when I was in elementary school, I had the coolest math teacher. Shout out to Mr. Farrell. He used to show us kung fu movies because he liked them too. So whenever we had like time in between class, he would show us. So it was crazy when I found Mortal Kombat because I was like, oh, this is like the Kung Fu movies and they have the violence. So I was like, I'm down for this all the way. <laughs> but of course, you know, we had to figure out how we could play it. That's Mortal Kombat is part of my whole Kung Fu thing too. So that's so cool how you seen it. And that that's like kind of my experience too with it. Yes, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, think it, I think that video game really made a, a big family. A Mortal Kombat is really more like a family. When we share stories, because too, I was a geek when I was younger. My my brother introduced me to comics, so I was into comics. Like when I was nice. in video games, even uh, even my brothers bought Pong with the joystick. Oh man, that was, yeah, the Atari. That was the only <laughs> flipping game out then. But I was I would play for hours, geek playing that. But we do share that experience. Uh, Mortal Kombat for us has a very similar experience. 
besides the basic, hiding from your mom, making sure you don't get caught, running over to your friend's house, hanging out in the basement, playing Mortal Kombat, hoping you won't get caught, playing with your friends all the time, and loving their fatalities, all that stuff is just, the whole group who helped create it were really, were really fans of old-fashioned kung fu movies and, and comics. Wow. Yeah. One thing that I also thought was interesting about Mortal Kombat, is it true that, that you guys, that the video game rating system wasn't really what it is until you guys came along? Yeah. It, and two, it wasn't, we didn't mean to make the most violent video game. We, we were, when we, when John approached uh, me for help, we were just going to do 200 arcade cabinets. And he was just like, I want the Kung Fu. He goes, I want. He goes, right now there's fighting games, but nobody does a fighting game where the people really know how to fight. And he goes, and I don't want to do just a walkthrough mainstream fighting game. I want to do one-on-one fighting, like the Kung Fu movies that we, and because I knew John beforehand, we would go sometimes to the movie theater and watch the, we would pay one admission for watching three Kung Fu movies. Sounds Uh, like my dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We would be doing that together as a, as a group. So he was like, man, I want to do it just like that with the blood. I remember that we were talked about the lone wolf and cub. Remember that when they got that? Yeah. Shogun assassin. Yeah. Yeah. We just watched that. (laughs) The blood is coming out for a half an hour. Yes. We wanted to put all that stuff in a video game. Wow. So blood so, was always the 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 mission was to have it as bloody right. as possible. Right. <laughs> it's just like there's not enough blood, add more. Yeah. <laughs> no, like like Daniel, you wouldn't like my dad would flip out right now. Like the fact that we're referencing Shogun Assassin because he, like I said, it reminds me of my dad because he would tell us about that all the time. He's like, yeah, back in New York, me and my friends, we'd pay and go see three, four Kung Fu movies at one time. And uh, he pulled me and Joshua to the side, like not even a couple months ago. And he was just like, hey, you have to watch Lone Wolf and Cub, Shogun Assassin. This is like the best uh, movie ever. And it's crazy. Like that, like you said, the blood squirting out the neck and then the uh, the little baby in the, the basket, the little knives that come out the side. Oh my gosh, it is the craziest movie ever. For all of our viewers and listeners out there, yes, definitely go out there, watch Lone Wolf and Cub, Shogun Assassin. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. those are classics. Five Deadly Venoms, all those movies. Even like, even when we were, we wanted to pull things from, when we were pitching the game to to Ed and, and Midway, we were talking about and Fist of the North Star because in Fist of the hey. North, they had, the, they had where you hit the guy and then it showed the, the x-ray of the guy. Even back then for the first game, we wanted x-rays. We wanted, we thought about tag teams, man. We had so, wow. every, every character would have three fatalities. It was, yeah, we were trying to push the limits just to have a cool game. We did we thought we were only making 200 games, so we never thought that it, you know, anybody would really pay attention to it. We just wanted to make a really cool game. Wow. And, and you succeeded. Yeah, you succeeded. You nailed it. You nailed it. No one was putting out a game like Mortal Kombat back, back at that time. Like, at all. So that it took the world by storm. <laughs> yeah. And it still holds up so well. Yeah. Yeah. Even though even the first one, I still go to these little we have little bars and stuff down here where they have old arcade games in there. And the first one I run to is Mortal Kombat. And I still get my behind kicked. And I'm 30 years old and I still haven't mastered it. So (laughs) that just shows you that game did what it was supposed to do. 
And yeah, it was relentless. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, it's um, always fun to just play. I don't know all the special moves. I'm not that great at it, but man, it's when I'm playing somebody, they are they're the most most of the time I get my butt whooped, but I don't mind it at all because we are just stacking up. That's we're, cool. There's nothing like I don't want I'm gonna talk like an old we're old guys, but there's nothing like playing next to a person, having that experience of now we're all playing online and stuff like that. But man, when you used to play in person, man, it was like some heavy stuff, man. Put yeah, you, you yeah. gain and lose yeah. friendships because yeah, of that, and you, you know? trash talk like crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Trash talk is oh, that's fine. Look, you put your you put your quarter up. Let them know that I'm next. <laughs> you see them off the sticks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, people get mad. I'm not talking to you for a while. Oh, tell me, man. <laughs> Go to school the next day. We'd be mad at each other. Talk about that was disrespectful. Right. You don't gotta do me like that. That was disrespectful. Seriously, right. that's why it's such a big deal for me because that's how you know that's me and Joshua's history, man. That's how we bonded. I remember uh, I used to play when I was a little kid. I used to play video games by myself, and once Joshua got to the age where he can understand stuff, and I wasn't lying to him and putting the uh, when your little brother wants the controller and you give him the one don't plug, plug it up you don't plug it up yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, I, so, I remember. I remember. so when he finally got to the age where he can understand stuff that was our game of mr Pacino mortal Kombat. man we played oh my gosh like we we would play that game into the ground and that's all yeah. of that's just that's our history right there yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. And Chad never yeah. wins. <laughs> I, I do sometimes one thing and joshua's being really nice right now but i'm gonna tell you a little secret johnny cage is his favorite character so i'm just saying yeah that. i'm really trying to just like keep my lid on <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's funny it's funny you said that chad because my younger brother that was his favorite character so i it's crazy how like we match up with so many things because my brother's i'm picking johnny cage i was like okay i'm gonna pick scorpion so Let's go. Because he didn't know how to do none of the moves. So I said, okay, let's go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All they wanted to do was punch you in the nuts. That's it. He didn't didn't know how to do it. And it was so funny. (laughs) And Mr. Mr. Pacina, the funny thing about that is, I just learned how to do that move on the original one last year. I just learned it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, that's the only move. That's the only move to do. Like, I learned that move the first time. And I just kept using it. It always yeah. works. Yeah, it's just, when you use it, it's just humiliating on the person. You know, yeah. sure the other yeah. ones can freeze you. 
or the other one could use the rope dart and you came over and get uppercut. But when you get hit in the nuts, man, it, oh, man. The nuts yeah. man. It, it makes you want to throw, it makes you want to throw the controller down. It really does. Like it's... <laughs> or just get straight up mad be like, you ain't got to do that. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Mr. Pacini, you mentioned there were all the, all the people that portrayed the characters were actual martial artists. Yeah, yeah. Too, because we were going to, when John approached me, he was like, I can't pay you. I can't pay you. But you could you could help create the game and things like things like that. But he was also he was like, hey, do you have any friends who would work for really cheap? And right away I was like, yeah, I, you know, we could get Tony Marquez, we could get a Ho Sung Pak. Rich was already there, uh, who's Kano. My brother was there at the meeting too, Raiden mm-hmm. meeting. So we were already talking about getting other people to to come in on it. So basically, in in the first and, and mostly the second, I just got my friends to to come in and, and do the game. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool. I just love how even then, like I said, the game, the original Mortal Kombat, it ages really well. It's such a sophisticated game and for the time that you guys created it. And what, did you know a lot about the uh, pixelation, like animation before the game? Like how did, what was like some of the early days of that? What did that look like, that whole process? And you had no idea. So. John is just, again, after first we pitched the game to Midway and originally they said no, that they're going to try to go with somebody who came up with a different idea to have a game with Van Damme. So they're going to cancel, they canceled Mortal Kombat, it didn't have a name, and they were going to go with a mainstream fighting game. So when that fell through, John was like, okay, hey, we're going to go back to the first idea, to your original idea of having Mortal Kombat, come to my work. And I'm like, oh, what do I got to do? He's like, I don't know, come to my work and we'll figure it out. So I show up. And he's got his dad's video camera. So it's not even like a professional camera. It's a small, his dad's small high eight video camera consumer. He's got a sheet of paper and it says high, medium, low. And that's it. Oh, wow. And so he, it's pretty funny. Wow. He sets up the camera. He looks at me and he's doing something cool. And I, kind of <laughs> looked at him, I was like, okay, you know what I mean? And, and so like for the first day we just shot like for eight hours, we just shot Kung Fu moves. Not only, to, you know, watching in the game, but we were like doing Kung Fu, praying mantis. I would do snake. I would do tiger. I would do, oh, this is leopard fist. Hit like this. Use the elbow head. So we were trying to make it look like a Kung Fu movie. And after that day, we came back again and he's like, okay, we're going to try to do the kicking. So then we spent the whole day just doing different kicks, looking at the video, looking, saying, okay, let's try to, let's try jump kicks. So we did eight hours of that. And the third time we met, I was like, hey, how did the tape turn out? And he was just like, we can't use any of it. And I was like, what? And he's like, when you get close to the camera, you're bigger. When you come away from the camera, you're smaller. And so I was like, we got to mark the floor. And, and he's, yeah, he goes, you mark the floor, I'll, I'll mark where I put the tripod. So that way we can have the same, yeah. same come back the next day and have that. Let's start all over, but let's also simplify the moves. Don't make them so complicated. And then he showed me some of the videos. And because of the camera, like if you threw a punch and you threw a, a spear hand, the resolution made it look like almost like a punch anyway. So automatically we started taking note of what would work and what would not. If you did a tiger claw like this, it, it looked like a regular palm. So we were like, oh, we just started taking notes of what techniques we could possibly put in the game. Then on the fourth day, we come back and somebody took up the tape. So everything we shot 
for the day before we couldn't use it again because there was again we didn't know where to start because the tape wouldn't match to the next tape mm. oh, no. <laughs> so here we are we're starting all over but we again we had a better idea we we were like oh we have to film reactions every move that we do i got to figure out a reaction but because i'm a geek it wasn't like every move would have a different reaction. So I was just like, okay, if I get hit in the face like soft, I'm gonna go like this. If, so we filmed that for a while. So if I get hit in the face harder, I'm gonna go like this. And if I get face in the face really hard, I drop my hand and go like this and then come forward. So we just were, John was like, oh, that's cool. We, sh we should use that. And so we did that, but we started doing that for, ev for everything. If you get kicked in the stomach, you have three reactions. If you get kicked in the face, three reactions. If you could get kicked in the leg, three reactions. We had three throws. We had three of everything. But it was just just a lot of experimenting. You know, just trying to see what the parameters, pushing the parameters. When we started, there was only overhead lighting. I couldn't, I'm sorry for taking up the, all, all the th time. So John is, don't jump. He goes, when somebody sweeps your leg, because we were like, I, John was like, let's sweep. And I was like, Here's the karate kid sweep. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? You can't do that. That doesn't look like anything. And so I thought, and I was like, let me try Kung Fu ground sweep. And so I tried some with my knee on the floor, some without my knee on the floor, some, some sweeping with both legs, you know, one leg to have a double sweep and just goofing around with that. And then for those things, we wanted reactions. So I would try to, I would jump over the leg. And John is like, you're jumping too high because when you jump high, the light, makes this part darker. So this part is all dark and he's, everything has to be even. Mm. And so jump lower. So I'm like, jump lower. So I'm jumping lower and then John is, but you got to tuck your legs because the sweep will come through. And if it touches your legs, you'll, you'll get a reaction. That's not jumping over the legs. You're getting sweet, swept. And so I was like, so I'm trying to jump, not high, but tuck my legs really tight. And it, we did that 50 times. And finally, John was like, can you jump slower? And I'm like, Dude, you want me to float? Right? And so he starts laughing. And, and then he's, and then I was like, I looked around and I go, what if I get on something? And, and that way you could pick, you could take me jumping and then I could sit on something and I could curl up in a ball and we could like look like I'm flipping. And then, then cut. you can use the part where we come down as the third image. And he's just, let's use a chair. And so I was like, no, John, if we use a chair, it's going to look like I'm sitting in the chair. This is how much thought came into the game. Just for that. And then I was just like, I saw a staircase. And I'm like, let me use the staircase because I can balance myself. And there's less restriction. When you're jumping, you can tell a guy in the movie when he gets pulled up by a rope, by the wire, they, look, they don't look like they're jumping. So I wanted to try to avoid that in, the, in this video game, you know? So I was like, we're going to get this frame. We're going to get the landing frame. And then when we jump, I'm going to balance myself on this staircase. And it's going to look like I am jumping and kicking or jumping and flipping because that way we could catch a clean image. So just for that, that took, in order to figure that out, that might have took two hours. Wow. Just wow. videotaping, looking at it, trying to conquer like the, the obstacle, just doing that over and over again and trying to do that. And then I was like, man, this staircase is going to be really good because we're all trying to, everybody's jump sidekick is going to look the same. We got to make all the jump kicks look different because every, 
uh, character has a different personality. So we can't really, you can act a little bit different, but it is a video game. So in order to give the characters different personalities, we had to make sure that everyone did the technique a little bit different. And that was a struggle too. It's a lot. That's a, <laughs> yeah, you went through a lot of stuff just to get that right. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When we were, I was falling on concrete. And I spent a whole day doing flips and falls on concrete. And then I was like, I approached John. And I'm like, John, you're going to get these other guys in. They don't, they're not going to want to fall on concrete. You got to get like a mat for them because they're not going to be doing this stuff. You're not paying them that much. And then they got to jump and fall on concrete. There's no way. They're not going to do it. And so John was like, okay, we're going to, we'll get a mat. We'll get a mat and use a mat to, to, to help, help out. And we did work on the game like that. Eight, eight to 10 hours a day for six days. And then on the sixth day, John was like, okay, we're ready. We've got to start this thing. So let's get Ed in and Ed's going to tell us how we're going to take these moves that we came up with and put them into the game. Wow. wow. That's, that is so cool. <laughs> that is really cool. That's like, that is, that is awesome. Uh, man. No, that's that's really ridiculous, and that's before yeah. even factoring in the like the fatalities. Was that yeah. was that an original like thought when you guys came into it? Did you know that you wanted to end the game with a fatality, or was that something that came on later in the thought process? What, so when one time when John and I were filming stuff like that, and we're filming like I'm like uh, filming reactions. So one of the reactions is like, John's get to the point where you're gonna you're done. So I'm trying to fig- do this thing where it loops. Where I'm just like like this when you finish him like that, but John's mm-hmm. looking at this and John's John is like, he's this is dumb, and I was like, what? And he's like, we can't have just end like the guys just standing there like that. He goes, no, nobody ends a fight like that. He goes, in a kung fu movie they have the killing blow. He goes, we got to fin- we got to figure out how to do a finishing blow. We got to figure out a way to finish him. You need to you need to finish him, and so that's where that whole idea of finish him came in. So I was just like, he was like, what do you want to do? How do you want to kill this guy? So the very first fatality ever, I wanted to jump up in the air and put my fist through the guys, hit him like this, come out the other end. And then when he looks at the camera, he has a hole in his head. So that's the first fatality ever. So we filmed it. And then John is like, that's way too complicated. He goes, you know, (laughs) for the memory, for this memory in this game, in that game, he was like, we're not going to be able to do that. What's another one? Think of another one. Maybe we'll have three. We should put three fatalities. If we have time, we'll put this one in. And I was like, okay, what if, and then I thought, what if the guy drops to his knees and then I just give him a brutality? I just blah, blah, beat just wail on him. And then all of a sudden I end it and I uppercut him and his head pops off. And then, so we filmed that. And then John is like, what do you want it to be the third one? And I was like, but it would really just be cool to just boom. You hit the guy and just take his head right off. So, you know, so that was how that whole finishing fatalities came in. And even to this day, like yeah. that is still so satisfying. Yeah. Like I yes. love it too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like just doing a combo and then finishing and knocking somebody's head off. That's the best feeling Man. in the world. It is. Yeah, when you're yeah, just able okay. to get off the fatality, when you're able to actually put the, the, the actual move in the uh, on the controller, you just did it and you get it off. Yeah. It's so satisfying back in like back when we first started Mortal Kombat. It'll just be like, oh, I didn't get it off. Darn, I'm gonna do it the next time. Yeah, and then you yeah, get it yeah, off yeah, finally yeah. after like 500 times. You're like, I finally exactly. got it off. Yeah, very gratifying. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, it, it really is. So, so thank you for that. Thank, that was, thank you, thank you. Because I'm, I'm, I'm the disrespectful guy that likes to use the the brutality of knocking their head off instead of the fatality. But so, <laughs> I get a lot of lack for that. But that's me. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Get it done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but, one uh, thing I oh, oh, go ahead, Josh. What's up, man? Oh yeah, well, um, I was gonna ask whose idea was it to to make it complicated to make to do the fatality, like with the input and such. Actually, the input of the fatality, it was like really, it was Ed. Ed was like, he was like, it can't just be easy to do this. He goes, you got because you have a joystick and you have buttons, and it's limited. You're already pushing buttons to get different hits and di low sweep with the toggles and stuff like that. So he was just like. We got to have, it's got to be rewarding and you have to figure out how to do these, do, do these movements too. It was all about the quarters because they knew that they were like, kids aren't going to get it all right away. He goes, but once they see it done, everybody's going to want to do it. Everybody's going <laughs> to quarters yep. into the machine. They got it together for that. I, I had a question about, because the, like I said, the game in general is just like, it's really a masterpiece because not only is the fighting styles like in the finishers and all of that's really sophisticated, but also every character has a, like you were saying, distinct personality. And even Johnny Cage and all the ninjas, like they have a specific way of fighting. That's pretty much been the same since the first game. So I wanted to know what was the process and the inspiration for the creation of Johnny Cage and the ninja characters that you portray? For the Lin Kuei, so, the, so for the game, after John called me out, called my mom's house, and I spoke to him at my mom's house, we went in and we, John had some drawings and we did a video, we a video presentation of myself, Kano, and Raiden fighting. So that way he could present the drawings and show the, show the company what the game would look like, like live people fighting. So I put... I did, uh, set up some choreography, some fight scenes for us. And so we did that. So John presented that. And then a couple of days later, John called me up and says, hey, they're really interested in doing a fighting game. They liked our idea, but, and that, and the, I can't remember the exact words, but at that point, he's just, they want to hear a final pitch. So mm -hmm. bring your best ideas. You're going to meet a representative from the company and we have to pitch this game to them. And we got to pitch it and come. And John really wanted to do this game. This is his idea. It's his baby. So he was just like, bring your best idea. So we show up and that's the first time I met Ed Boone. Like we we're pitching this game to Ed Boone. So I was just like, John, if we want to make this game really cool, we should not. At the time, John wanted to do Japanese ninjas. It's the whole Shokushugi 90s Japanese ninja thing. And I was like, it would be way cooler if we did the Lin Kuei. And John is what? And I was like, there's a group of Chinese ninjas known as the Lin Kuei, and they are not only ninjas, but they put Chinese mysticism. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alchemy and stuff into the ninjutsu. And they dress totally different than the Japanese ninjas. They got this armor on. And so I, later on, I went with him and bought a book that I got like the IT out of. But that's one of the things that I put in the game was the, the Lin Kuei and the way John added the colors. But the basic way they look is like my, what I wanted in the game. John was just like, because again, he wasn't paying us enough. He, he wasn't paying us. And the, the agreement was we can put whatever we want in the game. And I wanted the Lin Kuei and the way they looked in the game. And I thought that would be a good thing because again, there's nothing wrong with Shokushugi or anything like that, but I just wanted it right. to be different. You want to create something different. You want, don't want, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I want to do something different. That was one of the, the main things for that one is everybody to everybody who in the first game who did their character, really, they didn't like John and Ed didn't tell them what to do. They created it. Yeah. Like Sonia, Liz Malecki, Sonia was like, guys, I could do this. I could do this backbend and flip back. Mm. And I want to put this in the game. How do we use that? So we just sat around and thought of ideas. And finally, they were like, John, it'd be cool if she's there because she could do it quick. And they were, it'd be cool if she just reaches over with Alexa and then flips you over. She just, they would be like, okay, that's she contributed that to the game, to her personality. It wasn't like, it, uh, it was easier just to do whatever we wanted than to think of something. Two, it's a big mm -hmm. game. We're only doing 200. There's not a lot of thought into that process. You're going to, these guys were just like, yeah, dude. And I think that's why in the end, that's why it would, it turned out so well because they would just let, okay, I'm, I'm the martial art guy. I do all the martial arts and I tell everybody, okay, we already did that. Do something else. I help them create different moves out of their, out of their characters. You know, besides John and Ed creating the characters, I can literally say that every character has something I gave them. We had difficulty. Wow. Yeah, we had difficulty when you're down and you kip up, get up back on your feet. Raiden couldn't do that without his head flying off. So John was getting really frustrated. And I looked at John and John, isn't he a god? He doesn't need to, he doesn't need to kip up. He could just teleport up. He's he's a god. <laughs> John is like, man, that would solve the whole problem. We were filming that for two hours, man, trying to get it, the head to stay on. We're trying to put it on. We try to use tape to keep it on his head. Like even with Kano, the mask that they were looking at a different mask and Rich wanted the Kano mask. And then, and then Rich sweats a lot. So when we put the mask on with spirit glue, it wouldn't stay. So we used regular glue to put the mask on Rich's face. When it came off, it took skin. Oh, yeah. So, two, yeah, two, he would just, put, okay, what do you want to do, Rich? So somebody, Johnny Cage already did that. What do you, let's do something different. Let's do that. Let's do this again with every character. Kiss of death. Sonia's kiss of death. John was like, what do you want to do for the kiss of death? And I was like, John, it'd be really cool if she goes like this, blows it, looks like a butterfly, but when you hit, it hits you, it blows up. And John was like, that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah cool. some death. And I, yeah, so when I look at Sonia, see the kiss of death, I'm like, yeah, I created that. That's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> John, John created the artwork and Ed programmed it, but I created the, like that concept. I created that concept. 
I, I created some some of the other things from some of the other characters. Each of the characters from one and two have a little bit of me in that. In that. Wow. Hmm. That, that, that is a lot. But, <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. But um, yeah. but but with that said, I have to ask Mr. Pacino, did you did you create the bicycle kick? No, Ho Sung actually from Jet Li movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once upon yeah. a time in China, has Jet Li like kicking like that? Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. Yeah. The one yeah. kick. Oh. Doing the one fei okay. kick. So Ho Sung was like, oh, I want to do a kick like that. So he he did he did that. The only thing I helped Ho with mainly was again making oh we already Rich already does it like that a technique like that don't do it like this let's try to do this let's try to do do this and then Ho Sung would add his own flair to it to it so you know as I said most of those other guys had a big part in creating the personalities and stuff like that any character comes after after the second Mortal Kombat is, is no disrespect but those okay. guys are actors the guys in the oh. first game it really the it, People don't have any idea that they really, and I understand that it's the company, they own the rights to, to the stuff. A lot of the actors don't get enough credit, as usual. Yeah, as well, usual, as usual, right. Yeah. I, I just love how much of a family you guys have for those first two games. That's so cool. Like, I had no yeah. idea. Even going into this, I had no idea it was like that. Like, with you guys just literally putting your own, like, life into these characters. That's crazy. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and it's funny. It's funny because I'm a big behind the scenes guy because I'm a film is my background. So I always watch anything behind the scenes to see how stuff was made. And I I was watching those videos and just seeing it, but it didn't have like sound or nothing. So I was just seeing it. So to hear you like tell the story, and now I can put that image, you know, with what I saw and you telling it, it's, it's blowing my mind right now because it's just, it was so awesome the way they were doing it. Yes. Chad, y'all, if y'all ever watch it, like exactly what he's telling us, that's exactly what they did. And it's it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Yeah, it wasn't really work of, work of love. And as I said, John Tobias was always, he would just wanted to create a kick-ass fighting game like us. So any idea that he would hear, he'd be like, He'd be like, that's a good idea. Let's use that. And then he, then if somebody else added, like an example is for Scorpion, Tobias was like, hey, can I swear? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So John Tobias is, I want Scorpion to have a flamethrower breath, blow the, blow flames out of it. So I go like this, I'm acting like I'm blowing flames. And I look at John and I go, John, I'm not doing this. (laughs) And then I, he's like, why? And he goes, because the mask and the hood are made of cotton, my whole head will be on fire. <laughs> and he's like, don't be an asshole. Pull down the mask and blow the fire. <laughs> I do it a couple of times. And then Rich Divizio Kano looks at us and he's, that would be cool if he took off his mask yeah. like he was a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> because Rich Divizio, Kano, is even to this day, deathly afraid of skeletons. He doesn't like skeletons. <laughs> Out of all the horror movies, Freddy, he's not afraid of Freddy. He's not afraid of Jason. He's not afraid of any monster. He is afraid of skeletons. <laughs> so he thought, so when he was like, oh, it's a skeleton, and then I was like, and his head's on fire like Ghost Rider. Oh, and right. We all laughed, but John was like, yeah, I'm going to do that, man. I'm going to, so the creative process wasn't just 
You know, it would just be us goof, you know, goofing around. Who's going to tell the boss, hey, I'm not going to do that. I'm just trying to be a smart ass, really. <laughs> uh, but it turned out to be a great idea. Yes, a really great idea. <laughs> Yes. No, it, it definitely works uh, 100%. And that's a, another good point, actually, you made about, about Scorpion and it gave a vibe of like Ghost Rider a little bit. Now, you were talking about earlier how you were a comic book fan. And contrary to popular belief, if I'm not wrong, didn't Johnny Cage and Jax have comic book origins too, as far as their creations? Yeah, that when we started it, naturally, we had this game before the Van Damme idea. Otherwise, I in my mine they would not meet need me to make a videotape of me fighting to demonstrate what the, the fighting game with the concept of the fighting game they wouldn't need me to do a demonstration of it on video to explain it and then when van damme came in they had the company had that but originally johnny cage is mike is known as michael grimm who is modeled after daniel rad from iron fist yeah and we, we took a lot out of it john took a lot of ideas like out of those comic books i didn't own anything that looks like Iron Fist. I just own those bicycle shorts. All the costume, like Johnny Cage's costume came from my home. John was just like, hey, remember that drawing? Dress as close to that drawing as you can. And I'm like, the drawing looks like Iron Fist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that, big, that one piece, the one yeah. piece. And I'm like, I don't have that, but I have bike shorts. That It's the late, it's the early 90s. It's 1990. I have bike shorts. So I can wear that. And, uh, and then Jax, we talked about Power Man. Also, if you look at Luke Kang in number two, he looks exactly like shang chi master of kung fu yeah if you play number two again and look at it you're gonna be like that's shang chi right because we borrowed a lot of characters i i think in in iron fist and and power man they have somebody who looks like sonya i think in a couple episodes they have a that looks like sonya so we you know it's it now it turns out to be in my opinion the first crossover because you have marvel inspired characters in in a dc game yeah yes yes most definitely see way before the uh (laughs) the mortal Kombat and uh dc games that's that's crazy that's so cool oh my gosh what were some of your favorite um uh comics coming up uh, mr basina on the vein of comic books yeah uh naturally uh power man i wanted to like i took i got in trouble as a kid because i took my dad's chain that he used to lock up ladders because he used to have, look, my dad's like work on his, on my parents' home and they own a, they have a two floor home. So my dad had these really long ladders to go up on the roof, mm-hmm. you know, to take material up on the roof. So they don't fit in the house. So he has them strapped outside chained to, he has them changed to the gutters, but the chain is really thick. So one day I got the bright idea that I'm going to be Power Man and I'm going to chop off the chain and wear it around my waist. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and my mom catches me with a hacksaw trying to make this. That's awesome. I am a Power Man fanatic. I'm a Luke Cage fanatic. I'm a Iron Fist. I have some early, I have some Hulk. I have a lot of the Deadly Hats on Kung Fu, Chan Chi. The early magazines, the big ones, not the yeah. one. I have a lot of Daredevil. Love Ooh. Daredevil. Yes. So, you know, now it's now it's all a box, one box. Uh, I still have it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, did you have any part in creating the uh, Mortal Kombat logo or the, the 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 text? No, as far as like the logo and 
the text that John had a lot to do with it. He was really, it was his, his thing. So he wanted to create the artwork, even like at the last minute, he called me up at the last minute. He was like, Hey, we're going to, we're working on tomorrow. We're going to take photos for the side of the game. And I'm like, cool. He's like, because you helped me do this. He goes, you made this, you created this game with me. I want to put you as a thank you. I want to put you on the side of the cabinet. <laughs> so I was like, what? He's like, we're going to take a picture of you and put you on the side of the cabinet. Is that okay? And I was like, I appreciate it. John was like, I appreciate everything you did for the game. Come in tomorrow, wear your Johnny Cage thing, and you're going to be on the side of the cabinet. And so that That's is so cool. only, you know, so as far as like, even the names we, we didn't, when we were creating the characters, they didn't really have names. Raiden was head, Kano was rich, Liu Kang was Ho-Sung. Oh, no, Johnny Cage didn't have a name, he was Danny. I think Liz was the only one who had a name, Sonya, at that point. Hmm. You know, later on with the other guys, we would call uh, Kung Lao odd job because he threw the hat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and originally, originally Raiden wanted to throw his hat. Mm. Yeah. So originally we were, we have Carlos saying, oh, I'm going to take off my hat and throw it. And we we're like, oh, no, don't do that. Because it would show like the costume underneath. And John, John wanted to keep that mysterious. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. That keep oh. it. No, everything's shaded. Keep that mystery to that character. Oh, okay. That that makes a lot of sense. And also, so uh, you guys create this this thing, and it blows up. So, what is your thought process when just like Mortal Kombat is like just going crazy? Did you guys see that coming at all? No, because we were only gonna gonna do two hundred games when they first told me, "Hey, we're gonna do pre sell We pre sold ten thousand games." I was like, "What?" <laughs> for that when when we were when they were testing the game we were, john was like i'm going to test the game and it's going to be super bowl sunday he's it's, nobody's going to be in the arcade because everybody's going to be watching super bowl everybody and watch it so he sets up the game a couple hours later he's he says he, he's i get this call something's wrong with the game so i go in and i look around and the place is not that busy and there's nobody around the game but and i look at the game and there's nothing wrong with the game and then He's like, and I get an idea. I look at the coin box. So he opens the coin box, it's full. And what happens is when you can't put any more quarters in, the game shuts off because it's not making any money. Yeah. So, so it just shuts off. So he empties the coin box out and he's looking around. He's like, man, there's not that many people in here. So a couple hours later, he gets another call. There's something wrong with your game. First thing he goes in, he looks around. There's not anybody around it. Opens up the coin box and it's full. <laughs> and then just, oh my god this game is gonna be this is it this is he goes this is gonna be it and one day in a few hours it's already needs to empty twice it's really gonna be really cool so he called me up and he's oh my god this happened and i was like oh my god it's gonna be so cool <laughs> yeah, that's oh, just crazy that's no. crazy yeah oh my gosh yeah. what a time Arcades, I miss them. Yeah. Seriously, I miss them. I miss them too, man. It's just like, like, like you were saying earlier, Mister Racino. It's one thing to just to play next to somebody because everything's online right now. Like it's and it's okay, it's fine. But you can't really get that, like you said, that feeling mm -hmm. without playing locally with somebody. And then it's even heightened when you go to an arcade because now you're playing and then you have a huge group of people around you with noises and sounds everywhere. And oh man, that, that just brings back so many memories. Like I will go to this place, me and Joshua for our birthdays up until we were like 
15, we would go to this place up the street from my house. The biggest arcade I've ever gone to is called uh, Dixieland. And we would play like Mortal Kombat all the time. That was, that. Yeah. I, I have the greatest memories from Dixieland. That was my favorite arcade. And it's not even the same anymore. I don't even think they, uh, it's not, they it's, don't have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's crazy how that happened. I guess it's the, uh, the times, but man, you just can't beat that. You can't. Or that feeling of the old, mm-hmm. like old school, like two button and a joystick thing. Like, like that feeling. And, and you get mad because you're like, I did, I, I moved the joystick. He's just not doing the, the right move. Exactly. Too, back then you don't talk smack. Because you don't Mm-mm. know how tough the guy next to you is. He might be. You a- don't. Yeah. <laughs> he might get mad and all of a sudden, too, you'd get in a fight, but all of a sudden that would be your new best friend. You'd be like, oh, okay. You get your anger out and everything. Hey, let's go try this game. Okay, let's go try this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was hmm. a different time. It was definitely a different time. People, de- I remember, I get stories like people bringing their coats or or their dish towels in to cover their hands so people can't steal their moves. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to buy a move, you could buy a move, but they weren't going to just give you a move for free. Yeah, that is, that's, that's crazy. No, it's, it's definitely good times, man. Oh, no, all I was going to say, yeah, it, it's still, it, it lives on, Mr. Pacina. There's one bar we have here in um, Atlanta, and it's actually called Joystick. That's the name of the bar. So it, they have like vintage video games, pinball machines. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then even board games. So that's like the one safe haven we have when we want to have that nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got one here too called Coin Op. And it's a bar you, oh, can, do, you can drink while you play. So like. Exactly. It's, a, it's even fun. <laughs> even <better>. adults. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. I'm on board for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, Mr. Basina. One thing I've always loved about Johnny is that he he fought in like white tennis shoes. Like, 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 what, what was the process with giving them white tennis shoes? They're actually the bottom are white. They're cheap shoes that John was just like, just hey, just wear whatever you have at home. We just try to look as much close to the drawing as you can. So I was just whatever I bought that day was just what. We went in, into the game. They're actually black, but he wanted to make them look like Bruce Lee's shoes. You know how Bruce Lee has those black with the white thing around them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. For, for the first one, we had that. For the second one, those were those white shoes mm-hmm. were boxing shoes. That oh, some that mm-hmm. so some company was like, hey, can you sneak these into to Mortal Kombat if I give you a bunch of pair? I was like, okay. So I gave everybody a pair of, of shoes, <laughs> but Ed caught on and took the logo off of all the shoes. So in Mortal uh, Kombat, you see those white, uh, and second one, you see him with the white shoes and on the side, they're supposed to say Atomics. But uh, Ed was like, I'm not putting that in the game unless they're paying me. He's a manager. He's going to say yes or no to stuff. I tried to sneak it in. Everybody had, in the end, I told the company, hey, we couldn't do it, but we wore the shoes. And he goes, that's good enough. Cause I could just tell people that 
you're wearing, we'll take some picture of you wearing the shoes and everybody will know that you wore shoes for Mortal Kombat. So they're super white because they wanted to take out the logo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To cut yeah. somebody for some money. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's how it is. That's how it is. Mr. know, I wanted to know, this is one of the last things I wanted to ask you, like, how does it feel in general just to see, because nothing's, there's variations, but for the most part, the original idea of Mortal Kombat has completely been respected in all of the iterations. So how does it just feel to see your moves, your characters? I feel to still see them continue to captivate generations of martial arts fans everywhere. You know what? It uh, For me, it never gets old, even like general, because too, it's that this game is 30 years old. So a lot of times people ask me a similar question. And, I, and for me, I never get tired of telling the story because when making Mortal Kombat, I was just hanging out with my friends, having a good time, trying to create like a kick-ass video game. And I don't know if they can do that now. People, you know, a lot of times people want to be in charge of stuff that maybe they should don't know that much about and should not be in charge. But back in the day, my friend was had enough confidence in me to say, the martial arts you were in charge of, help me create this thing. Let's figure out how to do this thing. And in the end, he we just wanted it to be kick-ass. Whenever I see it, uh, Mortal Kombat, mostly any of them, because they keep using the ideas we had, it, I'm always, I'm happy. I start laughing because there's so many stories of, yeah, when we were making the game, how we were just goofing around or, because you're, it, everybody's, oh, you're standing in front of a camera. You don't really know, understand, like doing the movement over and over again, looking at the move and being like, I'm not happy with that. Or... What am I doing? Hey, I want to do this. Oh, no, we can't do that. Think of a different way. Oh, somebody else had already did that. You got to think of something else. So you're really trying to create something unique in a short amount of time. Mr. Pacina, I got to ask you, like, how does it feel to see that Johnny got his due and he actually saved the, the fighters and then his daughter comes behind him it does the same thing. So I, I know that had to be satisfying for you to see that in the new game, that Johnny is like one of the main characters now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like I like how they developed the story. Back then, in, in for the first two games, we couldn't, we didn't really yeah. have, we didn't have the technology to have really a story. It wasn't mm-hmm. until later that the technology grew to that. But it's cool to see how the characters developed a little bit. Or for me, some characters are better than others. That's everybody's preference. That's why there's a lot of characters. You can find the one you connect with or whoever it is to be like, oh, yeah, that's my character. But it's it's awesome. It's a good feeling. That's what's up. And and definitely we can um, can feel that. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like But but yeah, Mr. Beer, was it John's idea to give um Johnny shades or was it yours? He we had he we went out to bought buy the glasses to take pictures because He's like, oh, and at the beginning, when you're going to choose your fighter, I want you to be standing there with the uh, sunglasses. And I was like, okay, cool. So we went to uh, <laughs> a local sport mart. It's not around, but we paid like $12 for those sunglasses. But we, when uh, we were developing the game, I was just like, oh, I want to use them as an intro. John's like, you're going to not only show the character, 
But when you press the button, he's going to do an intro. And so at the beginning, I was just like, okay, I'm going to come out and I'm just going to wave. And then, so we filmed that for a little bit. And John was like, you know what? You should add to that. Do something else, but just in case. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to come out, throw some kisses and make some muscle. And then, so we filmed that and John was like, yeah, that looks cool. That's good enough. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? Wait a minute, let me do this. So I went and got the sunglasses and came out like that, whipped out the sunglasses and put them on. And John and John laughed his ass off. And that became, that became part of Johnny's, Johnny Cage's cocky personality was me started just to do, he started laughing in that. So I started doing everything like cocky. Everything that I did was cocky or just while filming. And so later on, Johnny Cage is known as the cocky actor because that's how I portrayed him. <laughs> right. Need somebody up and give him an autograph. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Right. But that's, that's, that's all like really cool stuff. It's, and the thing I, that I like, and I'll state it again, even the later games, it still holds on to that same heart that you guys put in, especially for those characters, like you said, with the uh, posing and all of that good stuff. That reminds me of the newest game. Johnny Cage still does that. And that was something that you put in place all those years ago. And we could just tell, and that's why the game does so well, because you could just tell that it was a labor of love. So definitely for me and everybody here, Mr. Pacino, we just want to say thank you for that gift because it's yes, so amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Definitely. Thanks for but, enjoying um, the work. But, and too, it's not <laughs> anything unless somebody plays it. If you make something and nobody ever enjoys it, it's really nothing. It's, it's too, yeah, we, we're really geeky about it, man. We were just so... <laughs> crazy adding just whatever we want to it paying homage to a lot of different movies that we liked when we were younger and growing up yeah we we got lucky hey it was it, and i want to also say like that the the design for the for the ninjas like that's just such that's such, such a cool design like it's yes. i'm totally obsessed like with that whole just like i don't know like that was just a, a cool move to have them look like that like it's yes. they, they look so cool they do. Like, yeah. I've drawn them so many times. Exactly. <laughs> Even now, like, we have to uh, walk outside every day and wear a mask. I feel like Scorpion every day. <laughs> 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 Seriously. It, it is that deep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It was, it, I always thought it would be a unique idea to do that. So it is. It, especially the, the whole premise of the ninjas. It's always a mystery. They're always in, in toil, like uh, true warriors, like fighting, like life fighting, even though now we know their whole story. But at the time it was like, man, they were just at each other all the time. No, definitely. And it just works. This is really awesome. Once again, we haven't really talked about it too much, but one of uh, the other things I wanted to ask you before we let you go was like for your career, because I know it couldn't have been easy. What is the greatest lesson that you've learned like on your path to become a uh, master martial artist? You know what it is, it is even now, I think, especially with COVID, we, we truly can see that we are not only unique, we're so much alike. We're this flesh, we're all blood inside. Everybody, uh, we are so much alike, but it's our spirit and, our, and the way we handle things that make us 
really unique and different. Mm -hmm. It's the actual inside that makes us different. Not, we can overcome a lot of things if we put our mind to it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of strife right now. And it's, we're divided as people all over the world with this. Some people don't want to wear a mask. Some people want to wear a mask. And for me, I, my parents are older. I'm a big mask supporter because, you know, I don't want to be the guy who kills your mother or your father or your Same. friend. You know, I'm going to wear a mask mm -hmm. because I'm just not, I'm an, I'm an asshole, but I'm not that big of an asshole. <laughs> so, you know, with this, all this stuff and divide of, especially with us, it, it's the human spirit can't be broken. Don't give up on your, your dreams or anything like that. People are always, the haters are always going to put you down. And that's just. You can't, you're not going to escape that. It, 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 this really has, there are two different, basically types of people. Some people that you can debate with and some people that you can't debate with. So it's just like life. If nobody wants you in your life, you got to have the courage to step away and don't wit, hate on them, but be like, dude, I can't talk to you. So I think that in this day and age, what uh, martial arts has really taught me is you can do whatever you want. If you put your spirit to it and two, you got to realize that people are going to try to stop you, but you guess what? Ignore them or just keep going on. And some, sometimes they're not worth even your time. If they don't want to be in your life, don't give them any part of your life. Just, especially you have your dream. I want to, if you want to, if you want to be uh, a baseball player or a DJ or anything like that, you want to be it, you go be it. You know, experiment with it, create with it, because we are, this life is short and you got to be happy and to hell with everybody else who, you know, who you just don't want in your life and realize that some people you just don't want in your life. Yeah. Definitely. A hundred percent. Great advice. I, yeah. yeah I can be great. I man. can agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some cool people out there. There's some assholes out there. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, they're just mad at themselves. They're mad at themselves and they're going to take it out on you. And best mm -hmm. to do not hang out with those guys or just try to avoid those people. To hell with them. Yeah, that's a that that is definitely a, a great take home. Wonderful advice from the one and only Master Daniel Pasina. Once again, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming out here and pretty much just making making our childhoods like it's just you just you made our childhood daniel so thank you so much yes, yes thank you <laughs> I, i'm speechless you know usually i'm good at yeah. this stuff. I, I, I can't yeah. talk i'm speechless <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't either this, 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 uh, thanks for johnny Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for johnny yeah, yeah, i appreciate right. it <laughs> we all appreciate him <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, get you guys in trouble Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> a lot of trouble. Right. Look, exactly. even, even to this day, my mom will walk by while I'm playing it, and she'd be like, I don't see how you can play that violent game. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, Mom, really? She's it's just too much blood for me. <laughs> but, you know, it's, like, it's only a game, and it's not real. You're not running around shooting people thinking or anything like that. You're just playing the game. Yeah. Yep. There's exactly of, yeah there's a lot of worse habits and at the end of the day it's just a it's a lot of fun and like and like i said uh, before the love that you guys put into it it shines through a hundred percent yes it does but before but yeah before we head out i would love for you to let all of our viewers and listeners know where they can find you on social media anything that you got going on right now just put it all out there let them know 
Yeah, and social media, you can look for me at, on Facebook at Master Piscina. Instagram is Master D Piscina because I can't remember the password for Master Piscina. And Master <laughs> Piscina is all just branding. People are like, I'm not, I'm no one's master. It's just something given to somebody who has completed a level of martial arts, a mastery of martial arts. A lot of, I have a lot of people who are like, you're not, you're not in charge of me. No, I'm not in charge of you. But if you want to learn martial arts, I can help you out. So there you go. And, uh, the project I'm working on lately is in August, I'm going to film a fan film. I'm going to UK and film a fan film known as Legends Never Die. It's what happens to what, what happened to Johnny Cage? He disappeared. And after the second Mortal Kombat, at the end of it, it's all he disappeared. So it's going to tell the story of why he disappeared. And uh, basically the Black Dragon Clan, Kung Kano's clan finds me in the United Kingdom. And there's going to be a lot of gritty fighting, low budget, simple, but I think but we're going to film it like the raid. If you're a fan of a uh, martial art film. Oh yeah. Gritty, where people are actually getting hit in the face or getting hit in the body a little bit. Not so, so that's the project I'm going to do this summer. Oh, cool. Definitely can't wait for that. Yeah, look forward awesome. to that. Yeah. yeah Good cool. <laughs> to see some more stuff on Johnny Cage. Right? I'm always down for that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, guys. So no worries. We will put all of Daniel Pacina's information in the description below. And uh yes, guys, just like every week, guess what time it is? Promotion. The same as promotion. <laughs> yes, the shameless promotion. Oh, so yes. amazing (laughs) yes guys so we are the square round table podcast you can catch us every friday on majorsonmusic.com at 10 a.m pacific time 12 p.m central time and 1 p.m eastern time and you can catch us on friday at any time the square round table podcast and if you like the video smack that like button uh, comment down below in the doobly doo about whatever, whatever's going in on. In the doobly doo, right? Yeah, share the video because that helps YouTube. out. Because <laughs> that helps us hit the notification bell underneath the video, get notifica- notification of our this video and any videos in our future. And join that Facebook group. I know I, I, every single podcast, I know I come out hey, here. I, I, try to, I try to help you out and I try to get you in that Facebook group. And- Please, guys, get over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get over there. <laughs> you, see that button, you see that button below? Finish him. Yes. There you go. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and all the other socials. You know where we're at by now. And leave us a comment about your first experience with Mortal Kombat. If you're fangirling like everybody else here and anything else, we'll be there. Definitely. Definitely. 100%, guys. And I would love uh, for everybody, including our legendary guest for this evening, please introduce yourselves one more time before we head out. And my name is Chad Singleton. Dimitri. I'm Josh Singleton. I'm Marcus. Master Daniel Pacina. You got Cage. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> and this, guys, has been the Square Roundtable Podcast. We are out. Dude. Peace. Peace.